having a nightmare, Mars. No, you're making me laugh. <laughs> you you want me to give me options or not? <laughs> Pop in that. You just naming every player who's got a game. <laughs> Excuse me. Th- these are the players that we have. This is the list. This oh, is the no, list that he gave me. I got. <laughs> See, Not even sure. when I do my research, you guys love. Fine, that's it. That's it. No singing, no research. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Three Amigos FBL show ahead of Blank Game Week 31. I'm your host, FBL Marple, and alongside me, as always, are my amigos Mars and Dale. All right, lads, Dale, tell us, come to you first, Donna. How was Game Week 30? Um, so, yeah, Game Week 30 was pretty kind to me. Uh, I came out with 64 points. Um, my cat's team was Aubameyang, and yeah, he got nine points, so I came out with 18. The bad thing about my game week was Kennedy was stuck on my bench. Don't know what happened. I've I've tweeted the pictures. Everyone's seen them. You know, I hit confirm he was in and I don't know what happened. But I mean, it was only a nine point loss because Tarkowski played instead. So it wasn't a complete disaster. Yeah, I know. That's um, myself and Mars, I think you're talking crap and that it never actually happened. But we'll... um... (laughs) (laughs) Well, <laughs> I'm only messing now. It's, it's rough. It's rough when that happens. But um, I had Captain Kane, so it didn't work out. Salah was my vice. Um, but um, Son, Son and Mkhitaryan basically made the game week and three clean sheets in my goalkeeper and defence. So uh, 60 points I ended on. So it was a, it was a good game week for me. Uh, Marzi, how was your one? Hello. Hello. You're breaking up. Let's skip to the next question. I can't hear you. <laughs> uh, I just about made 40. And that's thanks to uh, Otamendi getting me a clean sheet and Shakiri uh, coming in with two points. Yeah, it was... That's, just, uh, that's like your life, really. You're just, about, you're just about making it to 40, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. You beat, me to, you beat me to it, though. <laughs> yeah, no, I did. <laughs> no, it, was, uh, it was all right. You know, like... Um, not the best. Yeah, I, I captained uh, Salah, but to be honest, my my game week was done uh, come uh, Saturday 2:30. We all know why. So yeah, I was like, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Was a bad start to the game to the weekend, right? As we feared it would be. As there's a reason why we detest the Man United Liverpool games because. Uh, um, oh, it's sweet that. when Liverpool win, but you've got to be it, man enough to take it when when we lose. I, um, I, mean, I, I had money, so it wasn't too bad for me. I had Mane too, so yeah, it wasn't too bad. It's just the the score overall, and the performance, yeah, and the performance. Yet again, I was looking at my team, and I had the Ox um, Oxlade Chamberlain in there, and I'm looking at him going, "What on earth am I doing with him there?" <laughs> it feels like a uh, trip, triple Liverpool attack, but um, it doesn't really pan out that way. Oh, he frustrated me. He was doing what Coutinho used to do, but just worse, which is as soon as he gets the ball, sees a gap, takes a shot, but it was just so off. It's just one of those really frustrating games. But anyway, we move on. Yeah. 
the um, cane injury. Of course, I was actually at my um, one of my kids' birthday parties, and I know you lads broke news to me about the cane injury. But um, as we all pointed out, everyone pretty much captain Kane other than Dale. Um, so uh, it was and and Kat Mortensen. I'll give her a shout out too. She went for Maris. So um, fair play to Kat. Um, it's nice. It's nice when them kind of differential captains work out. But um, I think everyone having captain Kane, it didn't really. It affected everyone kind of evenly. I want to I I I give a shout out to the Aguero captains who unfortunately had Salah or Kane as a vice captain. Because it was a brave and a good move, but unfortunately for them, obviously Aguero was injured, and then they ended up with with two with two or four points. But it was it was a fair move, to be honest, uh, a Monday night captain. So we'll give them a shout out as well. To be honest, when I was even looking at the captaincy, and no, not a word of a lie, before the game week, I looked at Son and I went based on the way my uh, my rank is, and I went, you know what, maybe Son would be the intelligent captain here. He's good fixture. Um, just bank on Kane not doing anything, and that would have been really nice now if, that, if I'd done that. But uh, for once, I decided to be um, conservative and go with the captain choice that everyone was going with for the game week. The Three Amigos are offering our listeners the chance to appear on our podcast as our special guest in a future episode. Simply be the first to identify the voice. I'm a football player. For your chance to win, send your guesses to at Three Amigos FPL on Twitter or on our Facebook page. That voice again. I'm a football player. Good luck. Dale, we've kept you in the dark as to the player's identity. Um, tell the listeners who you guessed in our WhatsApp group, Dale, because you're not actually far from the mark. So, yeah, um, I guess Japstam, the ex-Man United centre-half who is now managing Reading. I yeah, actually I'm forgot just... he was managing Reading, but um, yeah, not not quite right. But um, if, there's sound quite... Effect, if there's sound effects, it'll be like, woo! You know, the... <laughs> He might have been sacked, you know. I don't know. Has he been sacked? Is he still there? No, I, no, I haven't, he- I haven't heard about okay. him being sacked. I haven't heard. I remember now when you said it that he was. Um, I remember when he got announced, and I haven't heard anything about him being sacked. So he must be doing all right. But um, no, if we, if we were looking at four, um, basically, I was trying to think of four pointers basically to do with um, a person's identity. So like nationality, age, club, and position. You have how many have you got from that? You probably have three. Actually, out of the four pointers, um, you have corrected that, so you're very close to um to identifying them. But um, listeners, if if you think that that might have helped you to predict to guess who the player is, then make sure to hit us up on um on Twitter when the podcast breaks. First person to uh, give us the right answer, we'll um we'll be having you on the show as our as our honorary guest, um either on a getting to know you podcast or on the regular show, whichever whichever you prefer yourself. Um, lads, let's move on to the community topics, which is where we talk about all the big talking points in the Twitter and Reddit community. Um, they all, obviously, all the talk this week is about the blank game week. So, uh, Mars, you've been pretty vocal about focusing on this blank game week for the last few games or for the last few weekends um, and using your remaining ships to change course immediately afterwards to take you home for the remaining Magnificent Seven, hopefully. Um, how has that affected you in the last few game weeks? And tell us about your squad for this weekend and what your plan is for game week 32 and beyond. Yeah, well, I mean, the first thing that I need to say is, I've, I've, and I've always said the same thing on Twitter, so this is nothing new. Uh, there is no one way. You, 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 there's so many different ways that you can attack. The, the you know, now, now we're in the sprint. Uh, chips, so chips, wild card, black game week, double game week. So you just make, have a plan. 
stick to it, but also be flexible because it's like cane injury, Aguero injury will, will hit you. Um, and then you need to adapt. So for me, yes, you're right. Like I had decided a while back that I'm only going to use my chips around. Uh, listen, I love double game weeks. Uh, for me, that's that's what gets the buzz going for me. Double game weeks, blank game weeks, planning for them. Main, mainly because they've helped me before to win my mini league and it's all about my mini league for me, right? Um, I look around in, in the mini league and a lot of the guys that are around me, I'm, I'm fourth stroke, fifth at the moment. I'm up and down. I think I'm back to fourth now. And not far away from the top. And these guys, none of them have, a, they will not field an, an 11 without taking uh, massive hits. You're looking at maybe seven to eight players and most of them have already have transfers. So they're going to need to take two, three, you know, minus eight, minus 12 to do it. Some of them are not, they're too conservative to do that. So for me, I see that as an opportunity. So I had already planned that I'm going to go all out for, for blank game week and use my free hit for 35, banking that a lot of the big teams will get to the semifinals and then have a blank in, the, in 35. And that's when I use my free hit. Of course, unfortunately, like I said, you have to adapt. City lost their game. Um, so obviously City won't blank so you know I'm, I'm missing out on some of their players potentially depending on how I set up my team now to answer your questions like so I, I, I heard a lot and, and I know Dale, Dale's been saying you know don't uh, load your team up with, with Deadwood and I completely agree it's not about like I could have 11 players and I will have 11 players uh, for Saturday and you know you pick Baines and Coleman goes and scores or you pick uh uh, Mooney and Dupostro goes and scores, or you you know you pick Zaha. Townsend has a big game, so but but at least I have for me I have a plan. So from game week 25 onwards, I realised that I need a certain amount of players now. So the players that I brought in are people like Shakiri, Firmino, right, and then I also brought in uh, Theo Walker. Who else did I bring in for this? Coleman, uh, Mane. So I brought in Shakiri. In game week 25, and since then he got me, uh, got me uh, game week 26. He got me three, uh, three attacks, uh, three uh, three attacking returns, so double digits in every game week. Uh, I brought him in for uh, Arnautovic at the time, right? So he was out. I brought in Firmino for Aguero, and uh, in between the two, uh, Firmino has outscored Aguero, right? Uh, Coleman I brought in for Kenny, to uh, last game week, so he's. Kenny has, hasn't played. Coleman has done well. Uh, I brought Lossel in uh, for Pope. Okay, they both got a clean, clean sheet. So, of course, then you look. I, I did bring in Theo. And I also brought in, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Wilson and uh, Francis, right? So, for every Shakiri, there's a Theo. Now, do I regret it? No, I brought in Theo for Lingard. Now, Lingard either hasn't played enough or might have scored one game that I probably wouldn't have kept him anyway. The one guy that I probably... Um, which I, I kept was Son, but I had him for the double game week. He served me well. And then he went quiet anyway. Um, I did consider bringing in Mahrez or Eriksen. Now, Eriksen hasn't done, done much in the last three games because he had a really good run of fixtures, but I think he only got one assist. Mahrez, the first game, he blanks. Second game, he gets a last-minute goal. And then the last game, he did well. So it was just one of those things that I decided, instead of Gomane, who also did well, Instead of, uh, and, I, and I sold Sterling. So, I mean, I know I'm talking specific here, but I know a lot of people have brought in similar players. And my point is, you can get lucky if you plan it and the players do well. Or you can... I don't think any of the players that I brought, bar Francis, who's a regular for his team, I would classify as Deadwood. 
right? I don't think Theo is a dead wood. He, he has potential. I don't think Wilson was a dead wood. They just haven't delivered. So I think, you know, for me, yes, it's all about for now, because I have all my chips, and that's really important, because if I didn't, it would be completely different. It's all about blank game with 31. I will have 11 players and one sub. Yeah, that, I mean, your players that you brought in, are they're, they're not really the dead wood that people are talking about. I guess they're talking about overloading on um, on Huddersfield and uh, Watford and, you know. Um, uh, yeah, exactly. And that's why it's, it's it's really important on who you bring in. And like, for, for example, I could go and bring in a Watford defender, but why would I do that? And, you know, forget that I support Liverpool. They play Liverpool at home. Now, now anything can happen, right? I'm not saying Liverpool, it's, it's a, uh, you know, Liverpool don't just need to turn up to win that game. It's going to be a tough game. But I will not bring in a Watford defender and I will not... But if I had a Watford, I have Mariap and he will stay on the bench in case somebody else doesn't play. But um, of course, it's a bit... For, for people that have your... One of your benefits is that you have your wild card to play in game week 32. Whereas um, I know Dale, yourself and myself are without our wild card and our free hit chips. So um, it we've had to look at the blank game week, I guess, a little bit differently because... By stocking up on blankers, we're leaving ourselves short of doubles for um, for later on in the season. So, um, how are you looking at this game week, um, players wise, and how are you planning on overcoming our lack of chippiness, which is a word well, that I think, I think it's a great word for you, Dale. <laughs> chippiness. Um, <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Um, so yeah, Mars has already elaborated. That you know he's he's got his chips and he's he's played this week accordingly, which is oh, well. Fat. He well, what he seemed to do there, Dale. To be honest with you, was he just pretty much said, "Listen, I'm after doing everything perfect here, and uh, screw all the begudgers." Now he basically was doing the the entire time. <laughs> it was it was but like it, giving Mars a platform to say I was right, you were wrong. <laughs> never, yeah. never. I'm always right, by the way. Just just so yeah, we're okay. clear. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, and that, that Maz has already elaborated on the fact that he's got. If, if you've got chips, then yeah, it, that's the way to play it. it I, and if I had my chips, that is probably the way I'd play it too. As it stands, I don't. So I'm probably going to go into the week with six players um, playing, which to me is fine. You know, it, it's going to be an average week. I'm not expecting fireworks. Um, I'm tempted to captain Van Dyke, to be honest, just to play it safe and bank on the clean, clean sheet. Um, but I'm still, I'm jury still out on that one. I'll see what I'll do. Um, I might end up bringing a seven form. We talked about this before we started recording. I like the look of Huddersfield and Bournemouth's next few fixtures. So I might bring in a seventh player from one of those. I mean, Huddersfield, I mean, I've, I've said Huddersfield are gone in last week and, you know, I'm, they might, they, I think they might still get relegated. But if they're going to do something, they've got to do it now. Their last three games potentially are Evan at home, Man City away, Chelsea away and Arsenal at home. You know, that it's going to be a tough tough ask to get points from those four games. Um, but they're coming up, they've got Palace, Newcastle, Brighton and Watford. So if they're going to stay up, they need to attack those games. And, you know, Wagner's quite a proactive coach so you know he'll be aware of that and he'll be trying to go for it um and Bournemouth they've got West Brom Watford Palace in the next three so again if I was going to look at a player for game week 31 then I'd be looking at players from them two teams maybe Stanislas and but uh, from Bournemouth and Huddersfield I'm not sure because I'd, I'd have to really have a look 
I mean, the, the thing is, like, Huddersfield just drawn with Swansea nil-nil, but it probably felt like a loss because Swansea went down to 10 men within 10 minutes and they absolutely dominated the game and just couldn't break them down. So, you know, you've got to wonder where their heads are at as well. But um, as for looking forward to game week 34, um, we, we know the fixtures for 34 um, and there's some, there's some good ones. Arsenal have got Newcastle and Leicester which if Arsenal are back to being on form, then there'd, there'd be a team... Well, I've got, I've got three Arsenal players. I was actually going to ship them, but it, it, it's played to my advantage this week. Um, but you've got to bear in mind that they're going to be focusing on the Europa League. Um, I also... I'm looking at Chris Wood uh, for, from Burnley. Um, they play Leicester and Chelsea both at home, but Leicester... West Brom scored against Leicester, so that, that you know that tells you all you need to know there. And... Chelsea can be got at, you know, they haven't kept a clean sheet for a long time, um, or they haven't kept many. I, I saw Marcus Alonso at the right time, um, so their defenders aren't retaining too much. But um, another one I'm looking at is Swansea. Don't want to overload on Swansea, but I just guess, because they've got Man United next, but um, in 32, but Swansea, they haven't got great fixtures. I mean, they've got Man City and Chelsea, as well in 35 and 36, but I'm, I'm looking at one. I've got Andre Ayew, and Swansea just seem to have that little bit of rub of the green at the minute. That it's things that, that wouldn't normally come off are coming off, and they're, they're attacking games and the ground the the, the ground out result against Huddersfield down to ten men. I just think Swansea have got the tails up and and they can get out of that relegation zone and and stay up. Um, I mean, with the play Man City in 35, the, the league's probably going to be wrapped up by then. So, you know, Man City might take their eye off the ball, focusing on Champions League. I mean, Pep's a, the consummate professional and would never allow that to happen. But, you know, footballers are funny like that. So, yeah, Swansea are ones I'd be looking at. Yeah, I, I, I said, uh, I think, in the last game week that I see them as a good team for wildcard fillers because they've got players that are really cheap that can do something you know like key even Jordan Ayew, yeah, I know he's just, of course he's suspended for the next three but then he'll be nice and fresh for the end right so yeah yeah you can just you know depending you can bench them against City right and oh, oh play well, that's, them, you that's know. it yeah yeah you're right there imagine the cheap enough that you can put on the bench the, yeah absolutely like, I, I, you know I like Lucas their defenders are cheap uh, Fabianski could be a second keeper for, for your bench boost but, uh, you know, a point on City, actually, I read something about Pep's history and whenever he's won the league, he rotates, fully rotates everybody because he focuses on the competitions that he wants to win. So don't be surprised that as soon as the, the league's won, and I said that before, you will see the team maybe that played in the against Basel in that um, Champions League game. And he would leave the big boys for for the Champions League. Basel, they'd won already, to be honest. Let's be honest. They, they had yeah. won in their way leg. Um, I won't be surprised. Uh, people are asking me, what do you think of City? And I'm like, just watch. And, and uh, that would be great for us because the cheaper players are the ones that are going to play. You know, your Silva, uh, uh, Bernan- Bernardo Silva and, uh, Zic- you know, d- the defender that looks like Kevin De Bruyne um, and maybe even, you know, Foden and these guys, they will get games rather than, yeah. and then the expensive ones will be rested. So and, and the double game week is, is always, usually, it always seems like a, there's a lot of differential score highly in the double game week as well. Yeah, there's so, always one. There's always one that comes up. Um, lads, what I want to do is go through the different positions. And um, we're going to look at the forwards, first of all, for blank game week 31. 
Dale, um, what's the latest? Did you hear the latest on Kane's injury? He was seen on crutches, I know, after Sunday's game. But um, what has Twitterverse and, of course, Ben Dinnery, what have they been saying about it? How severe does that look? So the last tweet I've seen from Ben Dinnery was, the press association say Tottenham will continue to monitor Harry Kane, but they do not expect an update on the striker's ankle injury for another 24 hours at least. So, you know, it's... It's hard to know. It's... Yeah, you know, it's it's his ankle. The ankle's funny. You know, he, he got up, didn't he, and tried to play on, and then he came off. So, yeah, your ankle's never a good one to go. I broke my ankle before now, and and I, and I really hurt it, and it, it wasn't good. So it's it's a case of wait and see. Um, but you know, it presents an opportunity, and. This is when I mentioned Chris Wood earlier. I didn't really elaborate on it, and, and this is what I was waiting for. Was this? Um, so for me, if if Kane's out, because I've I've got Firmino and Bamiyang, and most people will have, you know, premium forwards at this time of year. Um, I think Kane being out presents an opportunity if he if he ends up being out for a prolonged period. Um, you know, he's the most expensive player in the game, so you can get anyone in. And I'm I'm gonna massively downgrade to. Chris Wood and it opens up opportunities in my midfield and I'll, I can look to bring Son in and maybe Sterling so it's, I think managers rather than be disappointed that Kane's out which yeah it's a blow he's consistent and he's explosive and you know he's, he's captain material no matter who he's playing you've just got to look at it as an opportunity yeah it is yeah for the active owners to basically to, to make up some ground or to do something um, it's it's the, actually you know what it's of course nobody wishes injuries on anyone but both Kane and Aguero being injured at the same time is good news from FPL point of view because the template is going to be broken there's going to be money flying around and hopefully people will go for different players and we'll see different teams out there that's yeah that's the, the template yeah the template's not being broken all season has it really and I think that's <laughs> no, not really. it, I think that's what's made it re- a really tough season. Um, especially for me, because I've bet against the template about three times and it's just never worked out. So it's a bit late in the day for me, but you know, it's. I think it's a good thing for FPL that the template might might end up breaking a bit, which, and we'll see what happens yeah. with that. Yeah, I think so too. Um, of course, I think Aubameyang is the looking like the after the blank. He's probably looking like the no-brainer. Move. He's he's done well in the last couple of game weeks. I know you've been happy with having him on um, having him on your team, Dale. He's cup tied for Europa yeah. as well, so he's going to get the minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Actually, there's a lot of options up front now. That the, 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 the one thing is, there's not one that is kind of banging hat tricks in like like Kane or scoring as regular as Salah. But there are guys who are consistently scoring at least one goal a game or getting uh, returns. Yeah, I think we should. We'll move on to them. Sure. Um, I know, the, especially we'll look at the blank game week because um, that's what everyone's thinking about it right now. But um, maybe we'll we'll look at a few of the options and see where do we actually rate them for the blank and for the for the foreseeable um, in terms of priority of getting them in. Uh, Firmino looks like the no-brainer. Of course, he's owned by 42% of managers already, and um, we can expect to see that rise over the next week. Even without the injury, Kane was looking likely to be sold by many and um, who were lo- like looking to maximise their blank game week players and also to avoid the price drops. Um, I know myself, I made the decision last night to um, to to get rid of Kane. I sold him for Mooney um, as part of my blank game week plans. I had two free transfers. 
I brought in Mooney and Zaha for um for Mkhitaryan and for Kane. Um, because like that there, I just need to. I I don't want to be watching to see price drops over the game week. But um, Mars, do you think I made a um too hasty in my move, or do you think it's looking like it? Sh- it people should be moving away from him as quick as possible. Uh, I don't I don't think you, you you're hasty because I think uh, I've read somewhere that uh, maybe you mentioned that the price is going to drop soon. I would say you know I mean they'll touch on it before the press release uh, article saying you know. In the next 24 to 48 hours, uh, we will we will know the extent of the injury. But people, you know, we, we all know they they, they just love um, pressing that button and and selling. But if you look at uh, Ben Dinnery, put a, a history of uh, Kane's injuries. So uh, 2014, he got injured for uh, in the under 21 game. Uh, he was sidelined for 26 days. In 2016 against Sunderland, ankle injury again, sidelined for 49 days. Uh, last year, uh, March 2017, against Millwall, he was, uh, again, ankle injury, 27 days. So, you know, this is a minimum of a month here. You know, like, so I don't think anyone can afford to, to hold on to Kane and that much money. Personally, myself, <clears throat> I might wait because um, I, even if I sell him, I'm losing point one anyway. But I can see why people are selling because I don't think it looks good. And an ankle injury, Dale touched on it before, is going to take a while, uh, you know, at least two weeks to come back, if not more. Um, so taking it for granted that so um, we, we'll assume for the sake of argument that uh, the cane is the one being sold. So um, money is no object. But um, all of the options really for this blank game week are um, are all cheap as chips, realistically. Um, I've given you lads a list of the the main options that that people will be looking at to to bring in Mooney, um, King or Wilson from Bournemouth. We'll put them as a duo. Um, Wood from Burnley, um, Tossoon from um, Everton, and Teckers from Crystal Palace, and Troy the Boy Dini from um, from Watford. Um, Dale, come to you first on it. I want you to basically rank them in order of preference, starting with um, the worst option in your opinion, and, and let us know why why you're ranking them in their positions. So yeah, I know Wood ain't got a game, but I asked you to put him in because he's someone I'm really really looking at, um, and I just think if we'd look at rather than just look at game week 31 on its own, if we look at the weeks after it as well, and we look at the value like that, he he's he has some value for me. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm actually, I'd actually put maybe, I, it's an hard one. This I, I thought I would really struggle with this because I like Wilson. I'm King. King's like he's not on my radar at all, but I like Wilson. I just think Bournemouth have just been a funny team this season. Really funny team. When you expect them to perform, they don't. And when when you do expect nothing from them, they pull some out the back. So they were very like, unlucky against Spurs. Yeah. As it, well, at two one, Wilson scored a, a legitimate goal. You can even argue Son's goal was offside the second one. But then after yeah. that, when when Spurs scored the third, it's just like. And to be honest, Wilson should have had an assist as well because I don't know how Stanislas missed missed that that open goal. So they were. I, I know what you mean. It is a funny yeah. team, but they were unlucky and they are playing yeah. the worst team. Yeah. So you know, I I'd be put putting. I'll, I'll I'll go for the process of elimination. Uh, Troy, I won't be looking at him. I don't like Watford. Yeah, they've had a little bit of resurgence under the, under the new manager, but they'll come into the part of the season where they're just there, switch off. Uh, so I'm not looking at them. 
uh, Tossoon, um, no, for me, I don't like Everton right now. I know the one last week, but I just, I don't like him uh, at the minute. I don't think they're playing for Allardyce. I think he's been brought in to keep him up. He's done his job near enough and they'll switch off at some point. So, And he's even said he doesn't really want to play Tossoon until um, Everton safe, which I find just weird. Um, so that leaves Benteke and King or Wilson, I suppose. So, I mean, Benteke is quite, quietly performing. I mean, nobody's talking much about it on Twitter, but, you know, he's retaining assists and goals. Mooney as well from Huddersfield. And, it, like, I mean, I've elaborated on this before. The Campbell teams away, you know, the, like, but they're just, every time I see them, they struggle to break teams down. The Cunt breaks Swansea down. Um, and they just lack that little bit of quality for the work hard and the Harry and the, the they're a bit like a gorilla team, you know. They're just they're, they're just snatch and grab or Harry and try and be street smart, but they just lack that little bit of quality. And I I, I don't know what Mars thinks, uh, but I, I I I'm really torn. But I'm probably gonna give Huddersfield a miss. I see. Well, and uh, Mars, <laughs> what about you? Yeah, I mean, interesting because, yeah, since the Kane injury, I mean, I wasn't thinking of uh, dumping Kane, but, you know, with the injury, like, you know, I love I love forwards anyway, so I might actually now sell Kane and keep Alonso because Alonso wasn't going to be the one going. But I see much more points in forwards than in, in defenders. Um, I mean, if you look at the fixtures, right, so the way I put it is uh, I looked at the fixtures and the value 30, from 31 onwards. So, obviously, a lot of, the weighting was going to the fact that they play in 31 because for me that's quite important so actually Mooney comes out first for me the reason I look at the cost as well is for people who don't have the, the wild card or the or the free hit you know these are cheap players that you can have <clears throat> premium forwards around because you know most people probably want to play 3-5-2 if the money's in midfield you know you want your third striker somebody that you can venture if they play in a big team so Mooney's quite cheap and he can be explosive, actually. They were unlucky against one. And I, and I said the same, both were unlucky. And for FBO, it's probably one of the most annoying things when your team is unlucky uh, or when your player is unlucky. But this is the team that they, they beat 3-0 away from home, right? And let's be honest, Palace, yeah, they've done really well in the last three games. They've got nothing. So they, uh, they're probably saving their game to beat Liverpool. You know, the annual beat Liverpool game. I'm sure about that at, at Selhurst Park. So, uh, um, but they're not... With that circle at the back... There's something that Tompkins has been brilliant, actually. Uh, Patrick Van Orhoek is more attacking than anything. Kelly, as much as I love him from his Liverpool days, I don't really rate him. And their keepers are not the best. So for me, I see them conceding. So then I look at around and I think, well, you know what? what why not um, go, for, go for Mooney? He plays. But then even after, so for people who don't have the wild card, I mean, they've got Newcastle away and then they've got... Um, Brighton away they're not two bad games and like Dale mentioned after that they've also got a home game against Watford right and then and then that, the tough games start then they've got Chelsea um, uh, then after that they've got Everton at home which is not an easy game um, and then Man City etc so the next three four games are huge for Huddersfield if they want to stay in the Premiership so I think um Mooney would be a good, a good pick, uh, even for someone with a wild card if they want to save money, 
and for 31. So that's why he's at the top. Probably followed by, uh, where, that's where I agree with there, with Wilson stroke King. Because again, Bournemouth, we said, they're playing probably the worst team. They're gone. You know, uh, I'm surprised it wasn't him who was sacked rather than Pellegrino. But, um, you know, they're playing West Brom. And like I said, they had chances against Spurs, and, and that's not easy. Um, I was really happy with Francis, who's my defender who will be playing, uh, because he, he nearly scored. I'm like, don't score. You're my third sub. Don't you dare. Um, but after <laughs> that, after that, they're playing Watford away, which is, you know, Watford, they like to attack at home. Bournemouth actually are not, they're not bad when you attack them. They, they want to play football, right? And then they've got, um, after that, they've got Palace at home. So that could be, a six-pointer for, for these guys, right? Bournemouth and Palace, they might be fighting for relegation, which is really good for us FPL managers. Uh, then they've got Liverpool away. Again, you know, Bournemouth can cause problems. Uh, then United at home. So two, two tough games. But anyway, for the next three, four games, they've got winnable games or games that you, a team like Bournemouth would, would score goals. That's what I like about Bournemouth is they can go and score two, three, four goals. And you just hope that your attacking players, like, you, you know, your, your Wilson, your King, even Stanislas, who's been given a shot and he scored and should have scored a brace against Tottenham, uh, will get you something, right? And I know he's not a forward. And then uh, after that, as much as I hate it, probably fat boy Troy, not in my team. But, you know, I mean, he can score against Liverpool. Why not? Like, you know, I've always said that Liverpool struggle against the big players. So if I was their manager, I'd play Okaka and, and Dini up front from the beginning and they'll cause all sorts of issues for Liverpool defenders. Um, but then even after that, I mean, you know, I said there's a lot of options. You look at the games that they've got and they're not really the toughest of games. I agree with Dale, though. They could be the on-the-beach syndrome because they are safe. But they've got Bournemouth at home, we just mentioned. So that should be an open game. Then they've got um, Burnley at home. Again, not 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 the most dif- difficult of games, um, and then they've got um, Huddersfield away. Again, could be could be anything. Huddersfield could be fighting for uh, f- for to stay. Uh, it could be an open game. Again, what I'm saying is not the toughest. Crystal Palace at home, not the toughest, um, and then they've got Spurs away. So it starts getting tough. But this is this is game week 36. So if you're thinking about the next three to four ga- game weeks. Dini is not actually a bad option. Like I said, not in my team. Um, then you've got Benteke. Again, Dale mentioned it. Um, he's been getting an assist or scoring in the last four games uh, or three games apart from from Chelsea. Um, and again, if you look at their pitch, you know he's got his favourite team, his favourite team. So they've got um, they've got Huddersfield. So you know anything in that game again, it's a six pointer for these game teams, and that's why I'm hoping that people are wrong about game week game week thirty one, and we see lots of goals. Um, then you've got um, he's got his favourite team, Liverpool. Always scores against Liverpool. Mark this tw- mark this uh, comment. Um, then you've got uh, they're playing Bournemouth away, not a tough game. Brighton at home, not a tough game. Watford away, not a tough game. So what I'm trying to say is there are options for sure, absolutely. And then, um, yeah, the last two on the list will probably be the Burnley forwards. So I know Dale said Wood. I prefer Barnes because he's cheaper and actually starts more than Wood recently, maybe because Wood was injured. Uh, but Burnley just don't score a lot of goals for me. I know they just scored against West Ham like three or something, but not for me. And then Tosson, only because, again, I see him getting a goal again. And that's not bad. Don't get me wrong. That is not bad. 
uh, I mean, I know we're looking at cheap forwards, but if you look at Lukaku, he does exactly the same thing, and he's five million more expensive or something like that. Uh, but if you look at Everton's fixtures and th- at home they're quite stronger. They, you know, they've got the derby coming up, so they would want to beat Liverpool. They've got City. They're the only team that got points out of them at, at, at the Etihad. Um, not not difficult fixtures, but he's expensive. He's seven, nearly eight. I might as well just get Vardy or Firmino for that money. Yeah. Um, and that's why he's bottom of my list. Just before anyone says because he's an Everton player. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's very true. Because I uh, know Tosun he's been getting a bit of um, a good bit of mentions recently with uh, with two goals consecutive consecutive goals. Um, he started off a bit slow with Everton, but but um, yeah, with the blank he's getting a bit of interest. But um, you know, I'm happy with my Mooney shout because uh, like you guys mentioned there, and whenever I've watched Mooney, he's he looks really good. Like he looks big, strong. Um, he looks like a perfect kind of Premier League striker. So um, yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm keen on Mooney. But uh, let's let's move on to the other positions. Is there like is there what other at midfielders, defenders, and the keepers? Like who are we looking at really for the blanks? Um, Marzi, I'll come to you on this first. But uh, of course, Siggy from Everton was a big hope for the blank game week, um, and he looks like he's going to be out for quite a while. But um, is there uh, is there any of the kind of the other players from that are going to be playing in this blank blank game week that um, that you think people should be looking at? Yeah, just a quick one on Siggy, just to say, like, uh, latest from Ben is that he needs to see a specialist, and it could be that he could be sidelined for several weeks. It's one that I got lucky with because I was thinking of doubling up. Uh, but yeah, I mean, listen, we went through we went through the list, so I'm not going to go through the fixtures again. Zaha could be a huge differential. I just love the way he plays. He already got an assist just by playing half, you know, half a game. Um, Walcott and Shakiri for me again. I mean, Shakiri's playing at home against Everton and then you've got Walcott who's been there or thereabouts now with, with Siggy being injured could he be the player maybe Stanislas somebody that we gave a shout uh, we gave him a shout earlier uh, looks really good attacking Bournemouth love to attack um, just with, with, with Bournemouth you know I've seen people talking about uh, Fraser and Ibe for me these guys are not guaranteed starters they're going to be more on the bench than starting so I would avoid if you're looking for players from Bournemouth you know um, I'd also, as much as I like the Watford midfielders, in for game week 31, it's just not worth it. For afterwards, maybe, but for game week 31, you would think Liverpool will win that game. So spend your money somewhere else. Um, and then Moy or Van der Parra from Huddersfield, they're playing in 31. They're playing at home, set pieces, goals. Yeah, uh, Van der Parra, of course, I mentioned there. I got him in. And Zaha, but um, I agree. Shakiri is one that I would like to have, um, but I'm not convinced it's worth a hit. And Stanislas is another lad, of course, that uh, we we know he's he is capable of scoring like one two goals in a game. And um, the Bournemouth fixture looks well tasty. But uh, Dale, what's your thoughts? Um, yeah, Maz has pretty much covered all the standout players. I think um, I'd, I'm personally looking at Stanislas. Um, I think if I'm going to bring in one more, um, but yeah, I wouldn't disagree with anything Maz has said. He's, he's covered all the bases. All I'd say is just identify the teams you think are going to do well down the stretch and then stick to that plan. All right, lads. Next up is the listener questions. Uh, first up, we have Dave from Burnley at From Burnley. Yeah, Marzi, I'll give this one to you. Um, he was asking, pick three key players um, under 10% ownership to captain. 
So um, you're basically looking at our uh, at our Baldwin pick for um, captain picks. But um, have you got three players under 10% ownership? They'd be looking at. He was mentioning, of course, that Salah, of course, will have about 200% for the top uh, 10k. Um, Mane is under 10% ownership, um, and he reckons that Mane has had more shots than Salah in the last two game weeks. Um, is tw- is game week 31 a massive opportunity to gain um, to to gain rank? Um, and does anyone have the balls to captain Mane? Well, um, Dave will say to you now that Ardale has the balls to captain Mane because he's done it in the past, but. Um, Tell us, Marzi, have you got three players that possibly you would look at under 10% ownership to captain in game week 31? Well, under 10%. I mean, well, he mentioned one already. So we'll go with that one. Uh, Mane, for sure. Why not? Um, if you really b- want to be um, out there, um, Walcott, he's at 5.4%. Unfortunately, Shakiri is just over, so we can't count him. Uh, the the biggest surprise for me is Mooney. Well, actually, it's not a surprise. Two point two point eight percent. So, if you really want to go out there, then Mooney would be the third player under ten percent that I'd give you. Good stuff. Yeah, I think there's a good few actually. There's um, looking at them because people have gotten in a lot of uh, a lot of the big hitters aren't playing in game week thirty one. So there's actually a decent number of differentials to. Uh, to go for it, but um, it will it will be very risky going away from Salah, I guess. It is, um, but risky. I mean, there's At a lot. I mean, if you, yeah, even people like Wilson and Venteke are under ten percent. So there's there's plenty of options if you really want to go Maverick. I'll, I'll tell you right now, lads. I'm captain in Manu. Are you gonna go Manu again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He looked quite good in the. Um, I thought now a few Liverpool fans I noticed weren't giving. Um, weren't giving him much credit. They kind of were criticizing his performance with the uh, um in the Man United game. But I thought he looked bright at times, even though he looked like he was running down a blind alley a bit. But um yeah no I think he moved no I, I still don't understand why Salah didn't just switch wings. I I really don't get it. But hey I'm not a manager. Yeah. From from an FPL perspective I kinda of just for owning Liverpool assets I'd just write off the Man United game. I wouldn't even take it like under consideration. Mourinho had a plan and he executed the plan. That, that And that's... You, you just take it for what it is. You know, another day, Liverpool have a few pens and it's a different result. But um, I watched them last week against... I, for, I forgot who they played. Who did Liverpool play last week? Newcastle. Newcastle, that's the one. And Manu was taking up quite a lot of pos- central positions. And so, yeah, I... I think like he was playing more or less a centre forward, so I, I'm quite happy to take a risk. And they're going to see more. They're going to. It's going to be a typical Liverpool performance. I mean, what for that the free scoring attacking team that there was on the Silver Alley? The, 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 there's been a style of change, uh, style of play change, and they've tightened up a bit, and they're not as attacking. So Liverpool are going to see plenty of the ball, and if they double up on Salah, Mane might be the man to punish them. Yeah, he could be. Um, I'd probably go the ox. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, no, have you got his name I on did. the back of your shirt? If if he scored, if he he's scored, he's only got one name at the back of his shirt, and it's Marzi. <laughs> Mar- 
Marzi, baby. Um, but uh, lads, good stuff. Uh, FBL Planner at FBL underscore Planner was asking. Um, he had a couple of questions, so I'll give this to you, Dale, right? Um, if you're planning your wild card in Game Week 32 and don't have your free hit chip, um, which teams would you concentrate on bringing in players from? And we've kind of touched on this a lot during the show, so um, yeah, it can be nice and brief with it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we've touched on it, haven't we? So you, you just, you're probably focusing on the double game weeks like more so than not um, and we've touched on that a lot but you know spares I'd be looking at them um, especially if Kane's out that brings Son into play and Ericsson might get forward a bit more because he's playing a bit I think it, well it appears to me he's playing a bit deeper a bit, bit more of a playmaker he's a, as Mars would say he's a sister in the sister another team I'd be looking at I mean right now because we've had the news breaking tonight is Southampton, we haven't really touched upon this. Um, I'd be looking at them. Yeah, they play Chelsea and they've got Swansea in the double game week. Um, but they could potentially have the two double game weeks. And we always know that a new manager comes in and there's always an upturn of form like more often than not. So I'd, I'd be looking at them, seeing how I could get into their players, especially if they're bringing an attacking coach. Because the talk on Twitter right now is that Michael Silva is going to take the job. So if he goes into there, then their attacking options become a lot more viable. Yeah, true that. Yeah, Pellegrini got the sack tonight, um, which uh, so it's surprising in a way because, but I guess they're in desperation mode and they're kind of trying to ensure that they're they keep it's in the Premier League. It's the timing that's odd, isn't it? It's it's you know it's overdue, I think. Yeah, I know it has been. It's been not writing on the wall for quite a while. But um, tell me, this is a good one from um, FPL Planner. He was he was mentioning to do with transfer value. Um, he's talking about like, uh, is it is there any point in trying to build transfer value over the international break? This is while he's on wildcard, or is that just a myth? It's um, not a myth. What's your thought? It's, it's yeah. not a myth, right? But at this stage of the season, when there's less active players, it's harder to do it. Um, you know, we we. We all are we all are aware of fantasy football fix and is it FPL statistics will predict the price changes and even they haven't been accurate at times this season and it's so it's a hard thing to predict and with less active players there's less transfers so that means there's less value fluctuations so it's 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 harder at this point in the season to raise your team value than it is earlier on in the season when you use your first wild card so it, I mean it's. I'm not saying he won't be able to do it, but I mean, if he, I mean, if he's playing his wild card anyway, he may as well try. But it's it's not going to be easy. Yeah, no, it's true. But it's not definitely not a myth. I mean, and I think one no, thing no. I do, I I do love um, having a wild card active over an international break because you have so much time to play around with it. And um, yeah, it's just it's because right. there's less active players right now, and it's, that's what will make it that much more difficult. Yeah. Can I just quickly jump in? Can I just quickly jump in with regards to wildcards? Right. So I'm taking this from Ben Krillin's timeline. Uh, all the blank game week 31 fixtures will so um, will will be done and dusted, and then we've got um, the blanks will be confirmed for blank game week 35. So then you know which teams are playing, which are not because the cup games will be done. There is no uh, replays because there will be uh, extra time or pens. Then the fixtures for double game week 34 and 37 will be announced by the Monday, right? So if you're activating your wildcard, just wait and then start bringing in the players once you know what's happening. 
Okay, Maris, next question is from Hutsu. He was asking, question one from him is, with Everton's away form so bad, um, are we considering their players at all for the blank game week? Uh, quick word, quick three-word answer on that one for you. Yes, but not too many. Um, do, there we go. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll let you explain Baines or Coleman, Baines or Coleman Okay, Baines or Coleman and a midfielder. If you don't have a midfielder or if you don't want to defend a goal with, with Tosin up front. That's it. They're playing Stoke. They're not playing Barcelona. They are playing away from home. So anything can happen. Let's hope for a high-scoring game. Yeah, Thanks I've Stoke got Pickford. Pick, pick, yeah, Stoke Alona. <laughs> I've got um, I've got Pickford in my goal actually for the last uh, for the last five or six game weeks. But um, Stoke are Stoke are a little bit better than what I'd hoped they would be at this point. I thought that they might be on the beach at this point, but uh, but unfortunately not. Um, next up is from Motsu is again was question two is how many hits are too many to take for blank game week 31 for attacking players so um, so he basically is, how many hits are too many to take he's he's obviously taken from this point of view by the way that um, that he's already owned players are less than five so um, how many hits would you go for for blank game week 31 uh, minus eight maybe it really depends on your situation is it mini league is it OR do you want to have fun uh, you know I would say minus eight I'll, I'll, I've done that before um, don't forget I do agree with this as silly as it sounds if you're taking a blank a, a player that's not playing you're bringing a player that is playing it's not really minus four it's a minus two uh, yeah whatever minus eight yeah I know I, I, I've seen that and I know that but um but one argument I'd say with that is, unless you've got a wild card and a free hit, you're going to be left with that player afterwards. So yes, of course, yeah. For another transfer yeah. afterwards, so um, yeah. you do have to bear that in mind with some with some players that you're bringing in. Um, next question for Dale. We'll give this one to you. Ben Coles at Ben C two three one was asking um, our thoughts on Pritchard. So um, what do you think on him? Yeah. He has looked lively, and I think if Huddersfield are going to do something, then he looks like the man who might have that little bit of magic, or um, he just just might get on the score sheet. It's yeah. again, it's you know we've mentioned it. These these are the games that Huddersfield need to win. So if if they're going to do something, they're going to need to do it now. So yeah, if you believe that Huddersfield are going to uh, kick on and and stay up, then Pritchard is, is one that you should be looking at. Good stuff. Um, Razzy Boy at Dunst Magnet was asking, um, he's going to free hit in game week 31. So um, he's basically wondering when it is, when he should be using his uh, triple captainship and bench boost. Mars, um, he wants basically max risk options. So um, if you're going to be risky, what way would you be deciding to play that triple captain and bench boost? I would bench boost in 34 and triple captain in 37. Mainly because 34, teams are still playing for stuff, most of them. By 37, you get, you could get a lot of rotation. People in European Cups are later on. Uh, some teams might be on the beach. And that's sometimes when actually a lot of scores are, a lot of goals are scored, which is why I would say triple captain. Good stuff. Uh, Mars FBL Ninja was asking um, Shakiri or Techers for a game week 31 only. So, um, I take it based from on that the fact that he's leaving out Zaha, but uh, but Jack won. Based on the fact that he's playing at home, I would say Shakiri. Shakiri, yeah. 
And Mars, uh, John G, Grifters United, was asking, who from the relegation threatened teams do you have a gut feeling um, for for the remainder of the season after the blank game week? So we're talking about basically from uh, game week or from position 14 down. So early on, we touched on the fixtures. I'm not going to go through each fixture again. Uh, but I really like the way Swansea play. Um, I like their manager. They're going for it. I know they were unlucky with the red card. So Swansea will definitely be... The good thing about them as well, I, I mentioned earlier, they are, for me, they are wild card filler because they are uh, cheap players. But, you know, you've got Jordan Ayew, you've got Key, you've got Andrew Ayew, you've got uh, Klukas, the defenders, the keeper. There's so many options out there, OK? Um, then looking at the rest, I mean, Jesus. It's, it's, not, it's really slim pickings. I mean, listen, we said Huddersfield have good four fixtures. So, you know, pick their attacking players... Because they probably won't concede, but you know, Moy could be a cheap fifth, fourth or fifth midfielder. Mooney could be a cheap third attacker. Uh, I, I, you stay completely away from West Brom uh, because for me they're just gone. Stoke, oh, maybe Shakiri, Palace. I, they they do have some good fixtures. Again, Zaha is a good player. Townsend is a good player, and maybe Benteke if you're really desperate. We need to see who the Southampton manager is because. You know, a new manager will bring new ideas and then suddenly the players are, are re-energised and they want to play for the team and they don't want to go down. Southampton don't want to go down. I like Ward-Prowse but because of his set-piece and he's also cheap. So let's see. What do they do? What formation do they play? Who, who plays? Um, West Ham, apart from Arnie, I'll probably stay away from the whole team. Just the, the, the whole club is just upside down at the moment. And I could see them being dragged in. Okay, Dale, next question and the last of our listener questions comes from Joseph Allegretti. He was asking, um, he has Virgil van Dijk, Mariapa, Salah, Shakiri, Walcott, Firmino and Wilson. So um, he has th- that group of blankers um, in for his two free transfers. And he's asking, basically, he wants to go for three to take a minus four. Um, and his options really are Stanislas, Zaha, Coleman or Lozzel. Moy or Mooney uh, or some combination of them. So, um, who would you be recommending he bring in for a minus four? Um, I'd be tempted to give Zaha a little punt out of that little group or Stanislas. It'd be one of the two. He can bring three in. So, I think it's a good list. Go attacking. If you're going to take a minus four, you want the players to. Attack. I wouldn't do it for a keeper. So do it for, you know, Coleman, when I say attacking, Coleman could give you attacking returns. He could get a clean sheet. But then, as Dale said, you've got Zaha, you've got um, Stanislas. And if you want a striker, Mooney. So there's there's four, pick, pick three out of these four. Great stuff. Thanks, Maris. Thanks, Dale. Um, lads, we'll move on to the final section of the show, which is, of course, our captain picks. So our Barlow and Baldwin captain picks. Um, Dale, come to you first on it. Um, you know the drill. Looking at your own team, who are you going to be picking if you want to make conservative choice in blank game week 31? And uh, who are you going to go for if you're feeling frisky? That's our Baldwin pick. So, yeah, the Barlow pick, I know he's uh, got low ownership, but it'd be Sadio Mane. He's, he's on a streak at the minute, and he's the type of player you've got to get on fast when he's on one. And the Baldwin pick would be Virgil van Dijk. I've I think that Liverpool will keep a clean sheet against Watford. He's a goal threat and he likes a bonus point. So, yeah, they're my two. Good stuff. And uh, Marzi, what about yourself? Who are you going to go uh, for for Barlow and Bowen? Well, Barlow's going to be Salah. 
probably break the record for the highest captain player in a game week. Uh, Baldwin will probably be Mooney. I think he's going to be my transfer in. And I'll probably, you know, if I was being feeling frisky, I would uh, I'll go with him. Yeah, I mentioned on Twitter, I think that, uh, yeah, I'm used to Europe. You do tend to take my advice. So um, I'm glad you're listening to me with my Mooney show. <laughs> um, well, it's the only thing that's scaring me of getting him. Great stuff, Mars. Thanks a million for that. Um, and I believe the, you want to give someone a shout out on Twitter? Yeah, one of our followers and a regular listeners, uh, Roop Kieran, you can find him at, at Roop Kieran16, has done a great piece of work, you know, with a really lovely Excel sheet, color coded, even advice, information uh, for the plan from now uh, on to onto the end highlighting the double game weeks and the bland game week and advice give him a follow uh, you know you've got people like uh, Ben Krillin and now uh, Rub Kieran uh, doing some great work and uh, we really appreciate that because it makes it really nice and easy for us to follow so so uh, great work top man Mars um, and with, on that note that's all we got time for for tonight on the Three Amigos FBL show um, thanks a million to all of you for listening sharing and liking the pod um, get following our group Twitter account at Three Amigos FPL, Mars at Mars05, Dale at Chef Dale H, and myself at FBL Marple. Um, of course, another special request this week. We're, um, we're new in the Reddit community, so we'd really appreciate if you would give us an upvote when you see our podcast up there on the listing. And of course, any, any of you that share or like the pod and, and give us a nice review of iTunes, it's really appreciated. Thanks a million for listening. Booyah. One for each other and all for one. The three brave amigos are we. Brother to brother and everyone. A brave amigo.